Welcome to the Dream Big Nation podcast. In this show, veteran recruiter, wealth mentor, and entrepreneur, Lisa Williams, will take you on a journey of exploration and discovery to learn what it takes to hire yourself. Are you ready to dream big and grow into the person you're meant to become? If so, you're in for a treat. And now, here is your host, Lisa Williams. Hello, friends. Welcome back to our Dream Big Nation podcast. I am so, so thankful to be here with you, and I always so appreciate your time. As you know, this podcast was created because of my own journey, and every single conversation that we are having, we are getting to hear the stories of others that have taken their previous success in life and reinvented themselves and encouraging others to do the same. So today, we get a very special conversation with a new friend. Her name is Kim Manella. She was introduced to me through my amazing partnership with Ms. Sharon Lecter, who you all know has become such a mentor in my life. And we are doing um, involved in the Assets Are Sexy movement that Ms. Sharon has going. So Kim, welcome to our show. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. So I want to brag about this woman a little, and then we'll let you get into your story. So Kim actually comes from my world. She had, you know, she's had multiple decades in the technology space, has really taken the opportunity in the last six years to truly reinvent herself and has come to realize there's been so many iterations of her life that she's done through her technology background. She now has, is the founder and CEO of Jirani Solutions. She calls herself a success engineer. I love that, Kim. That's so awesome. You're going to have to tell us more about that in a little bit. She is not a victim. She has been a victim at some point in her life, and she's overcome that. She'll share a little bit about that in her story with us. But Kim, I just want to jump right in. And, you know, I kind of, I love to start these conversations with just maybe your two minute story, you know, a little bit about your background and then really more importantly, what has brought you to the phase of your life that you're in now where you're reinventing yourself and you're helping others do that? Sure. I'm going to try to keep it to two minutes. I know it's hard. <laughs> Stop me. Yes. Well, you know, I, I stand here and sometimes I'm amazed because I was raised, I was born in Cambodia and when I was a young girl, there was a Khmer Rouge in Cambodia, a regime that took over the entire countryside and systematically murdered over two million people. So completely destituted the, the entire nation in Cambodia and killed so many different people. And I was just a young girl at the time. And it was very tragic. So I don't know if anybody could say things like I'm about to say, like, I've gotten shot at. I've gotten cut by a machete. We've had bombs dropped on us uh, while we were trying to escape. And we weren't harming anyone. We just happened to be in that nation at that time when they were taking over and then they were trying to install communism into the whole countryside. Fast forward that a little bit. We travel on foot to the border of Thailand. Some people stayed behind. Some people went forward. My mom, who such an amazing woman at that time, how she kept three children alive while my father was, was put away in a different camp. And we went into Thailand and miraculously we got picked on a lottery system and we got chosen to go to California. Uh, people were sent all over the place, California, Massachusetts, Australia, 
all over the country, there are a lot, we were the refugee of war. So I arrived in the US at about uh, nine years old, didn't speak any English. I mean, I was really oddball. I had my traditional Cambodian outfit. I didn't know how to speak any word of English. And boy, was I picked on because the place that we were landed was in the projects. So that's where I really had to go through the teachings of what it means to be tough or pretend to be tough, just putting a pavado just so you can stand up for yourself. And faced with a lot of racism when I was a child at that age. So um, had to really become resourceful. You know, when you get bullied a lot, you have to become resourceful. And I had to do that because I was a scrawny little 60 pound girl. But then I had, for whatever reason, they were constantly following me home to tell me back to go to China or Japan. I'm from neither one of those countries, but they're always trying to send me back over there when they were racist. And fast forward a little bit. I was in a relationship where it was an arranged marriage. This was tradition. And of course, into this arranged marriage with a man I hardly knew who turned out to be very violent. So I was in a domestic abuse relationship for about six years. I had my daughter and there were some really, really scary, very terrifying moments where I didn't think I didn't think I was going to live past 25, to be honest with you. I really thought that that was it. I'm going to be done. So when I, you know, fast forward about 20 years from now or 25 years, I'm thinking to myself, I'm over 40. How is it that I live past 25? So the possibility was there. So over the years, I've been able to done, did a lot of migrations moving forward from country to country, from state to state, and also in different changing roles in in the corporate world. So I got into information technology, project management, did that about nearly two decades. So in this role I'm in with information technology, it's a lot about, I found myself in the last six years doing a lot of systems migrations, data center migrations, moving 30 or 40 applications and leading large teams. And about five, six years ago, I decided, you know what? And this decision was made when my husband was going through stage four liver cancer and he was going through um, treatment at the hospital. He said, Jen, I, this is very scary. I could lose my job. I, I don't have the freedom to take time off. I can't just be with my husband. I just said, you know what? I need to stand my own, stand up, stand up my own corporation and stop building and reinventing myself. So the last couple of years, I just felt this passion to really get out there and get my message across and share my story about domestic violence because every time I see the news, I just get really, really upset. I just thought maybe if I share my story and aired it on TV talk show, um, somebody could hear it and it could benefit them. So this is where it I grew success engineer. It's about becoming a type of person who actually engineers success, architect, design, and implement your life the way that you want it to, not because it's carved out for you, not because somebody tell you this is the way it is. It's about creating that path. And if I could just tell you one poem, and this one stuck with me, Jim Rohn, who said, and maybe I'm not getting the word per word right, but it says, if you don't like where you are, change it. You're not a tree, right? So that is one quote I stick by because that's what success engineering is, is that you just change things as you go. If it doesn't, if it doesn't exist, create it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And so it sounds like really your, your husband's crisis did in some ways impact kind of your movement for change in this recent iteration. Is that right? Yes. Is he, is he, is he doing okay now? 
He's he's been doing okay. He's been in remission now for about five years. Um, very, very thankful for that. He's he's got nine lives. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, and obviously what you've also done is you've shown you're an overcomer and you have this new relationship. You no longer are a victim in domestic violence. And I, I, I'm curious, during this whole corporate career that you had, I bet your clients never knew you were going through this stuff. No. It was, you know, women, I think we have this just amazing ability to kind of put things, compartmentalize in some ways and, you know, stuff it down a little bit. I'm curious, you know, for you, I know you're a mom. Tell us also, I think, what your story inspires in others also is being an example to our kids of someone that can, that doesn't say this is, you know, accept this is their lot in life, but really creates change themselves. And what, what has that done for you and your daughter? Do you have more kids now as well? Yes. I, my oldest daughter, she's now 30. She's a registered nurse. Uh, she's in San Francisco. And I've got two, I shouldn't say little ones. They're outgrowing me now. Two teenagers, 13 and 15. Okay. They're my pride and joy. <laughs> I love it. So like, talk to us about what kind of, you know, example that has given to them about reinvention, right? And not settling for what, I guess, society says you're worth. That's right. You know, the the moment that really turning point for me is when, if I go back maybe about 25 years ago, is at that moment where I just, you just see it when someone's about to harm you. I mean, if you're really instinctive, if really you trust your gut and what's inside of you, you kind of sense danger. So that very moment, I sensed the danger in his eyes. And I really did not think, I fully believed that I didn't think I was going to live the next day. I mean, he was out sharpening me cleavers, for goodness sake. Right. So, th- so that's some scary stuff. And that very moment, the very scary thing for me was I, I either stay because I'm so scared to make a move because I knew where he hid the knives. I knew where he hid it. I knew exactly where it was, but I was afraid to take it and, and, and hide it because I didn't want to get in trouble or get beat up over that. So That decision for me was to actually say, am I going to be here for my daughter the next day? What what is my daughter supposed to do going without a mom? And he's doing all these terrible things. So at that moment, I decided, you know what, it's time to pack up and it's time to leave. So in one day, quit my job, went and took an exam, you know, because I was in school at the time and it was finals. And um, I had these amazing employers. You know, the one thing I want to share here, I had two amazing uh, bosses who cared enough to allow me to actually, you know, they asked very caring questions because I kept it to myself for six years. I didn't tell anyone, not my, not my mom, not my friends, not no one. I kept it because I was ashamed of it, that I could be in that situation. And it was my bosses who said, you know what? There is a way out. You tell me when you're ready. You tell me when that moment is. You decide that that's it. You can't take it anymore. You tell me and I will help you. And that very day, shaking like this and heading into work, I told him what happened and quit everything. I mean, I have eight bags of garbage bags uh, full of clothes and possession. I packed everything in 30 minutes because I didn't know whether he was going to come home. 
and, and get really angry. So that very pinnacle moment of change and decision to leave was very, very difficult because I'm, I'm leaving to go to what I don't even know where we were going. I didn't know what it was going to have or what we're going to do. But the key thing is it was time to get out of danger. So that very moment in itself, the lessons that I instilled in my oldest daughter, especially, is that I wanted her to have options. I wanted her mm-hmm. to be happy. I wanted her to see that that's not a healthy relationship. And you can become whoever you want when, when you grow up. And being in a situation where someone is beating up on you, they don't want you to drive. They don't want you to go anywhere. They don't want... That is not a good relation at all. And that is not sustainable for any long-term, long-term health. So by leaving and putting myself through college, when there was just two of us together and going through divorce proceeding, restraining orders and things like that, she was able to see, she better just get her act together. <laughs> get out of high school, go straight to college, get into a field. We did a lot of volunteering. She does uh, nursing. So she takes care of people. So for her, She's also helped many, many, many people by the virtual act that I left that day and, and gave her a life of possibilities. Absolutely. Well, and I think that's a great way for us to pivot to what, what we're both doing now in that kind of shift to the, this entrepreneurial space. Sounds like you made your shift around 2014 and you really have now are in a entirely new phase where what I love about what you've done, Kim, is you really, you haven't left behind your heritage of IT. You've just taken those same skills and now evolved it to helping even more people. So talk to us about success, Janir, and your, your, you know, you have several pillars now that you're, you know, you're becoming as we speak before my eyes, which is awesome. So talk to us about those three pillars that we we talked about earlier. So the biggest thing is, is, it's having a new mindset. Having a new mindset means, you know, if you're on a certain path, you don't necessarily have to stay on that path because someone told that to you at the dinner table when you were 15 years old, that you're going to be somebody's wife. And as long as you marry somebody who's able to bring in the bread and do very well, that's it. There's nothing else for you. it's about adopting a new mindset that anything is possible, whatever you want. So one of my biggest mantra is if there's a will, there's a way. So as long as you have the will, you will find a way the resourcefulness comes in. So as part of what I do in the last two decades is project management. So it's managing. And the thing about project management is that you touch so many different pieces of everything at every level of organizations, whether it's communication, risk management, planning, discovery, implementation, all of the the entire life cycle of everything that's done. So I'm in a new season of change. And this new season of change is that Success Genere Reinvent Me program. And that is the new mindset. So you have a new mindset, but it's not going to be practical and it cannot be implemented without putting in your new habits and the new attitudes. Installing one healthy habit at a time and making sure that habit sticks. It takes about 66 days for new habits to really stick and become Mm -hmm. second nature, right? And aside from all of that, you got to have the right attitude, right? So I'm I'm a student of martial arts. And when we show up to do a black belt test, it doesn't matter what's going on in your life at that time. You show up, you produce, you do. 
you go through a grueling three hours of intense, probably over a thousand jumping jacks and probably five, six, seven hundred crunches before you're done. And that's easy stuff. That's easy stuff. And it's just adopting the right attitude, the attitude of, yes, I can do this. And, you know, there's a problem, but okay, what's the solution? Considering stop and assess the situation, understand what the challenges are and making choices on what is the next best direction. So all of it together, the three pillars, the third one being the new results. When we have a new mindset, we instill new habits, we take a different attitude to different things and we look at the resource for us, you get different results. You're not going to get the same results. And, and the whole thing about the success engineer reinvent me with the three pillars that I have, and there's so many different pieces that's inside with building blocks is that it doesn't matter what you want to do. You can actually take that and reinvent yourself or transform. Uh, just like that quote by Jim Rome, right? If you don't like what's in front of you, change it. You're not a tree, right? Yeah. Our friend, our friend, Sharon, I heard her say last week on some, on an event we had together, this is not a practice life, you know, so, so get ready, you know, make sure you're not just doing, you know, this is not a, a dress rehearsal. This is it, you know, yes. um, how, you know, one observation I've had, and we can speak this language because we both lived in it and still do to some extent for a period of, you know, for, for the at least foreseeable future, right? I noticed a lot of people kind of accidentally landed in IT. Maybe it's a it's a career that they knew would pay well. Or, you know, their parents were like, I have a girlfriend that's that's Filipino. You're either a doctor or an engineer or an, an attorney, you know? An Asian F is a B, right? I can say this because girlies told me this so many times. But my point is, I find a lot of people, they've landed maybe by accident, maybe by choice in technology. It hasn't, it's it certainly brought them success and certainly monetary success, but maybe not the true life-giving and joy success they could find in their life. Coupled with the, the stress levels that I've noticed even more prevalent in especially the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. So what would you say maybe to those men and women that have hit a place where they're really thinking about this COVID crisis as maybe, maybe I need to find a new next normal, not a new normal, but a next mm -hmm. normal. I think it's a great time to start. We are hearing so many bad things about COVID and there's a lot of horrible things that's happening with COVID right now. But there's also a, a lot of good positive things that we also need to acknowledge. There's opportunities to uh, actually create new positions. Uh, there are more, more and more people are actually now starting their business. This is the time for change. So I say, what season are you in, right? This is the season for change. Just like we have the season to harvest, there's also the season to set up spring, to start putting all of the season and growing your garden. And over time, for, for professionals who have been doing the same work for many, many years, I know what you mean, because you know we all are different pieces. There are some pieces of us that we love this part, like I love IT, I love project management, I love the team that I work with, but I have a passion and a purpose based on what has happened to me in the past, 
that I feel compelled to really go out and share and do work that really has around transformation, helping other people succeed, helping people see that there is a possibility to do more. There's nothing that gives me more joy than actually see somebody who, who has worked so hard and gotten to where they need to, or at least tried very, very hard and they just don't give up. It's just a don't give up attitude. That's just the amazing piece. So there's a season for change and it's okay to really start looking at different things and reinventing. You can start over, but it doesn't mean you start over with nothing. You start over with 15 years, 20 years of experience in your field. You start over with all of the wisdom and the know-how, and you start over with being much older, living through the seasons, understanding the lessons of life, and eat and have a more mature lens to take on new things. So what I've seen is sometimes I see in social media posts, it's like, I'm 65. Is it too late to start a business? Is it too late to do this? Absolutely not. What is a will, there's a way. Yeah, I mean, they have like, we have a PhD in experience, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I love what you said just there about, you know, really just building on what you've already, the success you've already found. I think so oftentimes, if you ask someone, you know, like, when was your proudest moment? It's years ago. Instead of, I mean, we're meant as humans to always have those, those new iterations. And I like to say we're humans, you know, not beings, but humans becoming, right? So you talk about, I know you have several income streams now that you, which you're a great proponent about that too, which I love that. I, our mission is to you know, empower, equip, and inspire 1 million people to hire themselves. I think too many families live paycheck to paycheck. So you have also a wellness category, overall wellness. Can you tell us a little bit about your business in that space and the benefits that you've had there too? Sure, absolutely. So last November, I found out I was so close to being diabetic. So that was a wake up call for me because I was just working so much, just working, 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 not taking care of myself. And I was just sort of thinking, you know, just on that path. And after that happened, I just, it really jolted me. It scared me that enough to do something about it. So I connected with Don Moore. She's an Octavia coach. She's my business coach. Dan Bell, he's my business coach. And we team coach together as part of Octavia. And the great part about the business is that there's three trilogies is healthy body, healthy mind and healthy finances. So you help clients get really physically healthy, eating healthy, changing the ways. Right. I don't know if you heard this, but lots of people are eating pizzas late at night. I mean, there's a lot of pizza deliveries in the middle. There's a of the- lot of binge watching of Netflix going on right now. <laughs> Absolutely. There's the COVID-15 that's there happening. Is. <laughs> right. And, and the second part, the trilogy is healthy mind. It's all about building a growth mindset, identifying the triggers that really set you off. Maybe somebody cut you off and all of a sudden your day is awful. Or maybe that telephone call, maybe that conversation, all of a sudden you're wrecked for the entire week. So it's just a matter of understanding the different triggers and making choices like stop, challenge, choose is one of the mantras that's inside the program in itself. And the third piece is building a healthy finance. So what that really means is that a client who loves the product have become coaches, just like I did. 
And when we become coach, we enroll more coaches, we enroll more clients, and we just spread. We just continuously help people. Right now, we have a health crisis. There's so many unhealthy things that's happening in the world right now. And the product of Octavia is amazing because of the three trilogies. And this is by far the only program that has benefited me at my age. I didn't think I was going to lose a pound. You know, you when you have those myths, I'm too old. I've gotten past that level. There's no way I can drop a pound. I was so totally wrong. I read right. 35 pounds in like three months. My daughter, my teenage daughter was like, oh, mom, I want to do it too. And we did it together. We became accountability partner and she lost over 30 pounds. I love it. And, and it's like, and here's the, here's the good part. I'm hoping that it reaches viewers who have a nine to five job, who are actually at home, their moms, their grandmothers, they're, they're doing different things or fathers, that there's opportunities out there that doesn't cost you $50,000 or $10,000 or $5,000 to really start the health coaching business. So Don and I have what we call the Weight Loss Wednesday. You know, we, we have a webinar where we invite people to come in and talk healthy, healthy things, drinking water, sleeping more, resting, cleaning your environment, getting rid of a bunch of stuff that just doesn't serve you. So that's it. wellness, right? So the transformation piece, it's the piece that also really speaks to me. And that's where the success engineer comes in. And when I say transformation, it's not just about the mindset, which my program covers the whole mindset. It's all about the inner vision, about the resistance, understanding what, what triggers actually stops you from doing what you're doing, right? Overcoming you and getting really activated and answer the call to adventure. Yeah. Right? I'm not doing adventure anymore, right? We're all so scared of all these things that could happen and, and really bake in the whole project management piece, like mm-hmm. take your emotions out of it and just plan it like you would objectively. And take it to the very end, right? Right now, a lot of us have a lot of inspirations, but we really need to be able to implement them, have that roadmap. Yeah, I think it's, I agree with you. I think there are a good portion of people that are absorbing good content. They're not spending their hours on Netflix, but now you said it, it's a matter of taking what you've learned and applying it and taking action. So that you can benefit your own family. So you and I, I can't believe we're almost out of time. We could probably talk forever, but I want to make sure we tell people how to reach you. I know you have some things coming up that are, are exciting for you, you and I both that we're doing together as well. But how do, how does our audience reach you and what do you have coming up that you want them to know about? Sure. I have a social media hub. It's actually Kim360.com. It's that simple. It's Kim360.com. And and it will have links to the different websites, social media, and anything that might be happening in my world, as well as the people I associate myself with. And I am looking forward to the Assets Are Sexy event in November. That will be the third one. Sharon Lecter is kicking off. It's, It's such an amazing movement, and I feel really honored and privileged that she had asked me to really participate, partake in all of that. So I'm really honored and looking forward to that event. And the one I have is a Success Junior Reinvent Me program. It's a boot camp that I'm kicking off in November. It's 10 weeks long and it's about holding people accountable, having people take the actions, helping them discover what they really want to do. What's your purpose? What's your passion? Where do you want to go? And let's put a plan together. A lot of these things by the seat of your pants. You got to figure out what you're doing and then go implement it. Don't sit on it. 
So I have an event coming in and any, for any viewers who are interested in the program, just go to successgeneer.com. And there's, there's, I have a free guide there that people okay. can go and get the, the guide and how to run through projects and also sign up for a webinar that I'm holding on 10, October 20th. And then going into Assets Are Sexy and see who else we can impact, right? All yeah. of these events that's coming up. So I'm really gearing up for 2021. But there's still a couple months left in 2020. So let's go out with the bang. Well, I think it's perfect timing to really, if you will, kind of that giving that, you know, butterfly analogy, kind of this is our cocoon period. And then let us really, you know, come into 2021 as that butterfly with more skills under our belts and things like that. So, well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much, Kim. I've really enjoyed this. It's given me some more insight. I feel like I have a new kindred spirit friend in this amazing life journey. You know, to our listeners, I'm so blessed to be part of your day. I know so many of you are, you know, kind of new to the entrepreneurial space, or maybe you've been in it for a while, and you're just looking for ways to, to really supercharge your business. And all of our listeners I'm just so grateful you've given us your time. If you want to catch up on previous podcasts, go to dreambignationpodcast.com. And as always, lots of resources available to you at lisawilliamsco.com. I too have a Wealth Minded Women coaching cohort coming up on October 16th. I'm looking for 10 women that want to journey with us on a journey to hire yourself and you're going to be equipped with lots of tools as well as introduced to businesses in a box that you can plug right into. So if there's any interest there, please join us. Kim, thank you so much again. Can't wait to see you on November 6th. We're going to have some fun with Ms. Sharon. It's going to be a blast. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to the viewers for listening. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Hey, Dream Big Nation community. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to learn more about working with Lisa and her team directly, go to lisawilliamsco.com and learn how to hire yourself.